Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax. I am Podcast Poppy, and you are tuned into a brand new episode of Quarter Life Crisis, starting right now. All right, today is Monday, March 22nd. Today will be the first episode of of QLC, Quarter Life Crisis, that I record on the day that I release it. Now, there's a reason why I'm doing it. Um, You know, I have other audios and other guests that I can release, but there's a lot of of movements and a lot of things that are about to happen with QLC um, in the next month. So I thought it'd be good to kind of, I don't know, give a little recap of, of where we've come. You know, my first episode that I released was, um, July 24th. So we're coming up, uh, we're coming up pretty close. We're two days away from the eighth month anniversary. So the growth of that quarter life crisis has had, um, in eight months is solely and, and, and primarily re- dependent on, or isn't, the success that QLC has had is is all because of the people who are listening, the people who have supported me, the people who are around me now. So it's been a it's been one hell of an eight months. So I thought it'd be cool to to kind of go over what the last eight months have been like, kind of get a little backstory on some of these episodes, and then also at the end of this episode, there's going to be a lot of updates because the next month there's going to be a lot going on for QLC, a lot of growth, um, a lot of new things, putting us on new platforms, putting us on a putting us on a on a new level. So excited about that! Now, QLC, uh, I mean, qu- people people a lot of people ask me like, you know, wh- why was it named Quarter Life Crisis and things like that, and how did I get the name and why did I start? And it's actually it's it's pretty simple, you know. 2020 has been a crazy year for everybody. You know, I'm 29 years old. I'd like to think I'm going to get to at least 90, so I'm about at the quarter waypoint. But well, that'd be one third. Oh God, that's terrifying, huh? 120. I want to get to 120. That's it. Um, but you know, in in March, March 17th is when I when I really think of of COVID hitting and COVID starting was was a trying time for a lot of people and and um, for the people who know me. You know, I'm a very, you know, social human being. Now, I, I've always had tons and tons of different endeavors and, and different entrepreneurships and, and different adventures and different passions that I've had. You know, I've obviously been with FedEx for a long time. That's been my primary. That's been um, my main source of income and something that I've been doing for g- coming up on 10 years now. But I've always had something on the side, whether it be direct sales, multi-level market, training, coaching, you know, uh, starting a business, Whatever the case may be, you know, just, you know, flipping items, it doesn't matter. There's always something that I'm always doing on the side, something that I find a passion for and something that I'd like to grow. You know, it's something that I really want to do in my life is I love my corporate job and it's awesome, but I'd like to grow something of my own. You know, I'd like to have something. I'd like to have an entrepreneurship under my belt, a business that I build, you know, that I can pass on to my son, to my family, that I can enjoy with my friends and peers. So I'm always doing something like that, and every single one of the of the adventures that I do um, is primarily focused on 
you know, being social is networking, you know, building relationships. And that's something that I love to do. I absolutely love walking into a room full of strangers and building relationships. So pretty much everything that I've done, it's always networking. It's being social. It's meeting new people, bringing people in, right? Getting to know them, building that relationship, building that trust. Um, and then, you know, using that trust to excel and, and, and build whatever it is that I'm doing, whether it be training or whether it be, you know, selling something, right? <clears throat> now, when March 17th hit, it was crazy. You know, the lockdown happened and, the, and it started to get more and more severe. And those social interactions were, were cut, you know, not entirely, but, you know, you're not going to weddings. You're not going to birthdays. You're not going to the bars. You're not going to sports games. You're not going to celebrations. You're not having parties. You're not going to events, parades, all that stuff. It was it was wild. And, and the, those social interactions came to a, came to an absolute plummet, you know? So if you were lucky enough and blessed enough to keep your job, that was your, that was your social interaction. If you weren't able to keep your job and you lost your job, you're, you're cooped up in the house, no job, chilling on unemployment, not able to go out. Stores are closed. Restaurants are closed. There's no celebrations. There's no gatherings. So, you know, really all we had was, was social media, which is a poisonous thing in itself. Right? So when all this happened, it was somewhat detrimental to, to a lot of people and, you know, in, including myself, you know, and, and I hunger for those social interactions. So I think it was about April or May. I linked up with a good friend of mine, Trell or Dante. Um, Trell is an artist. He, he went to Humboldt state with me, uh, Trell or Trelly. And, um, we, for some reason, I can't exactly remember why, but we reconnected over social media and we kind of checked in with each other. We've always been close. We've always been homies. And we've had this bottom, we've had this bottom line, um, um, thing in common where we're always trying to create something of our own. We're always trying to grow no matter what the case may be, whether we're working at our corporate job or it's something that we're entrepreneuring by ourselves, we're always trying to grow. And uh, so we kind of started chopping it up and, and it was, it was interesting. We started to talk more and more and more. And we kind of we kind of teamed up and we're like, you know, what what in this new in this new culture, in this new society that we have with COVID-19, um, you know, what's flourishing and, and what could we get into and what could we build ourselves and what could we grow? And we landed on podcasting, actually. So originally, QLC was supposed to be Trell and myself, right? We were supposed to co-host and we were going to do it remote. And, um, so we talked about it. We were game planning for weeks and weeks. Um, and then finally me and him scrounged up enough money to buy the most simplistic equipment you could possibly get. I went and found the cheapest MacBook you could possibly get, right? It was a refurbished, slim rose gold MacBook. Um, and then we scrounged up a couple hundred bucks to, to buy some microphones, um, you know, sent the microphone over to him at Humboldt. I had my microphone here. And then we kind of started to mess with different softwares and try to do, you know, remote podcasting and, and um, you know, trying to learn how to edit and all these different things. And for some reason, I'm to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure why. I've never asked. And it really doesn't matter to me. But um, there was a point when Trell just started to make music. He started to, you know, he started to make songs. And you could see that he was... He was trying to push push for this music. And I could give a fuck whether you're doing this podcast, you're doing it with me, or you're doing it without me. But as long as the people that are around me and the people that I care about are, are pushing to better themselves and pushing to grow um, and, and build something that they're passionate about, I'm with it. right? So to be honest with you, to, to this day, um, it's never really been a question because there is no question. So 
Trail started to do his music, and then when I saw him start pushing on that, I kind of went on the solo route of uh, of QLC. Now it was uh, it was weird. I I didn't know anything about podcasting. The only thing I knew about podcasting was watching YouTube YouTube videos of of Joe Rogan. That was literally the only podcast that I knew of. Um, you know, but I did know that with podcasting, you can sit down with other people. You're having conversations, critical conversations about things that you agree about, you disagree about, things that you believe are funny, serious, whatever the emotion is that you want to put behind it. And that was something that was attractive to me, right? I was missing those interactions of, of sitting down with people that I know, sitting down with people that I don't know, grilling into what they enjoy, what they like, um, what I like, you know, and then and compare and contrast and get a different point of view and and I found myself during COVID not changing my mind as much as I usually do, right? I consider myself a pretty dumb human being, but um, I say it all the time. I'm obsessed with people who know more about stuff than I, you know, so I change my mind all the time. And I love that about myself. And, and I, you know, I, I learned that definitely from my sister. You know, you got to be open minded. You got to be able to listen to other people's opinions and you need to be ready to change your mind when new information comes into your life. Because if you dig your heels in um, and you decide that you're never going to change your mind on a, on, a, um, on a stance, whether or not you get new information, um, you know, you, you can see how detrimental that can be. And I think the last the last couple years um, in our society, we don't need to go into it because we all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Trump um, has 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 done that to us and it can it can be poisonous. So, um I was sitting there. I'm like, how the, do I do solo? Right. Do I do guests? Do I do interviews? I had no fucking idea uh, what to do. So I started with, um, recording things solo one mic here in my room. Um, and that's, and that's all that I had. Right. And, and, um, and that's all that, that's all that I was able to do. That's all that I was able to afford at the time as well. So July 24th is when QLC started, right? July 24th, I released three episodes. It was It Still Sucks, Black Lives Matter, and High School Sports. Now, one of those is with a guest, and I'll get into that. But the episode four, I'm sorry, was, was early 2000s. These were solos that I recorded with myself. Now, there is a person in my life who is the fucking dopest bitch in the world, and that is Maddie. Um, there's multiple episodes um, with Maddie and myself in them, and um, I met Maddie... Um, I don't even know when I met Maddie, to be honest with you. I couldn't put a date on it, but whenever it was, it was the best time ever. And it was perfect timing during COVID to, to meet Maddie. And Maddie started to be a person when after I bu- bought I, I bought Ground Jump Enough Cash and I bought my second mic, because me and Maddie would come into the studio, a.k.a. my second bedroom, and we would just fucking drink and smoke and laugh and we would just we'd be in here for hours just recording no outline right no plan we'd just turn the mics on and go as if we were just sitting in the room together and me and her can go back and forth and banter for hours. i mean the shit that we talk about was hilarious serious important educational like we would go off on we just went off on a tangent about what it would be like if the world was attacked by a million silverback gorillas right now this is the type, this is the type of shit that could pop up when me and Maddie sit down. But the big thing was is, you know, I love Maddie to death because she's she's my ultimate hype girl. You know, she was uh, we would sit here and we would laugh and, you know, and I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Uh, you know, whatever your opinion is, when there's someone who's hyping you up about something that you're passionate about and giving you that vote of confidence and being a catalyst to something that you're passionate about or becoming passionate about. 
it's important to have in your life, right? This one-man crew thing, this self-made shit, it doesn't work anymore. In my personal opinion, you got to build a team around you. And Maddie was the first part of this team and probably the biggest catalyst and launch pad of, of QLC. And she would be in my ear about, man, like you need to sit down with people. You should interview people, you know, and you should talk with other people. We can release our episodes, um, but you got to get, you got to get in front of the mic and with other people. And because she felt so passionately about um, QLC, she was actually the first sponsor for Quarter Life Crisis, and she bought me my third microphone. Um, I still am sitting here today with three microphones, so, and I think it's the completion of how many mics I'll have, at least until I expand, which I'll talk about um, towards the end of the episode um, in this studio, but it was magnificent, and she was really the driving force that, that gave me the confidence to to start inviting people on, so... Then I was like, man, I don't know how to interview. I've never interviewed, so um, who the who the fuck would I interview? How do I meet these people? Where do I find these people? You know, how do how do podcasts find these people that they're going to interview? So what I did was, I reverted back to what I was talking about before, right? These these bridges that I've built, these relationships that I've built, and there's people around me who who support because I support what they do, they support what I do, and we have a mutual friendship. So. Um, I felt safe inviting people on who, um, who I knew they would give their best effort to make sure that the episode went well, um, to make sure that I would have as much success as possible and have a great time at, while they're doing it. Right. So, um, the first, uh, my first guest ever was Josh Brocklesby. That's high school sports. My third episode. When I came out to Reno, I started coaching, uh, SYFL football, uh, for 13s and, um, I was brought in by a gentleman named Jason Lexa, uh, who's, who's an amazing guy. Um, shout out to you. And I met Josh Brocklesby through that, who is an absolute, he was the head coach of the team and he was a phenomenal and extremely brilliant football mind. And we really hit it off. I have a history in athletics. I played college football and also his little brother, Aaron, shout out to you, Aaron, um, was one of the, one of the most driven 13 year old athletes I have ever seen, right? Very hard on himself, very critical, but very positive, very athletic, very consistent, hardworking. And I just latched onto him. And I love that little kid. He's not really a little kid anymore, but was when I met him. So I brought him on. I knew that I could talk about sports. I knew that he would support me in this. So he came, we came down, we sat down and, you know, almost had a two hour episode, which was absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, and, and after that I started to, to gain a little bit more confidence, but I still continue to invite people on that I knew, right. I didn't branch out. I didn't, I was just, inv I have a lot of creative people around me in my life, which is, which is a blessing and, and bringing them on. We could talk about the things that they're passionate about. It can be educational. It could be an interview, but it's still me sitting down and talking to people. Um, and then my, my second interview episode was episode five with miles. Um, Miles Bergen is was my old roommate when I first moved out here to Reno, and me and him are very, very opposite uh, human beings. Now, one thing that I wanted to make clear when I started QLC was, you know, uh, I could give a fuck if you have different opinions and different beliefs and different things like that. I think if, I think if you can't believe and have a different opinion about something, um, and because of that you can't get along and can't have a conversation with somebody and at the end of the conversation you guys are still um you guys are still friends or can still get along 
and you're dead wrong, right? Just like I said before, if you're digging your heels in and just because someone has a different belief, you shut them down as a person, it's, it's a wrong thing to do. There's millions and millions of components about a human being, right? Completely different aspects. Um, so to, to isolate one um, and completely throw them into the, into the back court and, and forget about them and, and not want to socialize with them or agree with them or like them, um, I think is ignorant, to be honest with you, especially in such a melting pot that we live in in our culture and society in America, for sure. So Miles is, you know, obviously he's a Republican and he's a he's a Trump supporter. And me and him sat down and talk about political and economical issues um, from completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Had a fantastic conversation, a critical conversation. And at the end of the day, we shook hands and get, you know, gave him a hug. And he's still a good friend of mine. Um, today and I know there's a uh, it was not a, it was not a very popular episode because um, I know a lot of people probably got 15 20 minutes into it and realized who miles was and shut the shut the episode off so that little rant that I went off on if that's you even if you even if you're my faithful uh even if you're my faithful listeners um, and, and you did that I, I hope that I hope that you heard, heard me clearly on, on what QLC is about um, and then I started to I started to have some more fun with it I Episode six and seven was Justin Cutler and then two mics and some Mexicans. Justin Cutler is a, a very, very, very good friend of mine. Um, he was my trainer at a gym called Regulus when I first got here. Um, he's now the lead trainer over at Anytime Fitness. Um, he's a dad. He's a music lover. And me and him just hit it off, you know, and he's a great human being. And uh, he has a very, very unique mind. His his brilliance is because he's so unique right he's so unbelievably passionate about every single move that he makes and he moves in a different way and i knew sitting down and talking with him would be a very very different and peculiar aspect of life that people haven't seen before and that's exactly what i got out of that episode um you know and 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 we had a blast and again he was a person i knew we'd sit down and he would do everything in his power to make sure that the the episode was successful because he supported what i was trying to do then things started to get fun when I two mics and some Mexicans to this day um, with my boy from day one, Jose Arango, my brother. Um, so much history between me and that guy. We sat down, him and his beautiful uh, girlfriend, Jess, um, who is pregnant now with their with uh, with their kid. I can't wait. Um, so congratulations to you guys. Shout out to you guys. We sat down, just a good friend of mine, no outline, no script, no nothing, put a bottle of Terramana, two bottles, I think, of Terramana in the middle of the table and got plastered on an episode and had a blast. Still to this day, my highest downloaded episode um, was fantastic. So after that, I, I really started to get... Um, some confidence on, you know, and, and also, you know, while I'm doing this, I'm still sitting down with Maddie all the time. Right. And she's still in my ear and, and giving me confidence as I'm releasing these episodes and letting me know like, Hey, I think you're ready for the next level and you can start, you know, inviting some guests on here. And, uh, that's exactly what I did. And I dove head in. So Treasy and Tattoo Pat were the next two episodes that I released. Treasy is a local artist here in Reno. Shout out Treasy. Um, and I, I, I slid into Treasy's DMs, didn't know him, found him on Instagram, never met before. Um, and uh, it was it was fantastic. We sat down, another light skin. I was like, all right, I could hit up this light skin, dude. Maybe we could chop it up about some stuff. We sat down. When he sat down in my, in my room, first time we ever met, um, 
and we we killed an episode, and it was awesome. And then I started to get that confidence of bringing in bringing in people that I didn't know, bringing in guests, and and educating myself on their background from what I could get from Google, from Instagram, from Facebook, from whatever the case may be, from their music, um, from whatever their craft is, and bringing them in and having a conversation. And with that confidence, I started started to record more and was finding guests in wild places like Tattoo Pat. Tattoo Pat is a staple of QLC and a massive piece of why QLC was able to grow as well. Um, actually, as I'm sitting in the studio, the table that a lot of you guys have been able to enjoy and sit at and have commented on um, was created uh, uh, as an original piece by Tattoo Pat. Some of the artwork that's in the studio that you guys will see um, was is an or originals by Tattoo Pat. Just a phenomenal artist who I met in the fucking uh, aisle way of Walmart. Uh, he was walking by me. He works at Walmart. He's a manager at Walmart. And he walked by me and he had fucking paint all over his arms. And I just had to ask him, like, what the fuck is wrong? with? Are you good? Like, is everything okay? And we started chopping it up and he started showing me his art. And then, boom, you know, a couple weeks later, he's in the studio. And uh, I consider Tattoo Pat a good friend of mine. So, shout out Tattoo. Um, and we just kept running. Um. And then things started to get uh, things started to re really get fun. My my tenth episode was not the tenth episode that I recorded, but one of my most important episodes that I have on here. Episode ten is with Teeny Made It. Now, if you guys do listen to the show, if you guys uh, if you guys you know do follow follow QLC on Instagram and have been following the growth of this uh, podcast, you know that Teeny is Teeny is right there with Maddie. Uh, Teeny is a graphic designer among plenty of other things who created the quarter life crisis logo um, everything that has been made all the merchandise that has been made all the designs have been made by teeny um, she she came on in the episode not only is she extremely talented as a graphic designer um, she's a fantastic friend she's freakishly motivated it's disgusting she's dropped dead gorgeous um, and she's just she's a renaissance woman right she can do it all there is nothing there is nothing that she can't do um, and if there is i just haven't found it yet right so sitting down with her was an absolutely a, a phenomenal episode and and then I had uh, episode 11 and 12 is Sexy Lexi and Whiskey Dave and just bringing on friends, you know, trying to branch out and trying to be creative. I didn't want to have out the gates. I didn't want to have a consistency of what my episodes were like. I didn't want to have a consistency of guests. Um, I wanted to try to bring as much variety to QLC as possible and see what bit, you know, so. Lexi is a good Lexi is a good friend of mine. She she had an endeavor of OnlyFans that's been popping ever since COVID started. She was willing to come down and sit down and talk to me. Whiskey Dave, uh, Whiskey Dave is a good friend of mine who worked with me at FedEx, and he he was a person who was genuinely just wanted to support QLC. He was literally like, "Hey, I will come and record, and we can sit down and chop it up, just because I want to support your show." And anyone who is like that, anyone who is that genuine of a person like uh like dave um is always is always welcome on here um and then i started to as i as i started to get better at interviewing and things like that my confidence went up and i kind of started to bring in the different aspects of what i did in my previous times primarily multi-level markets where you meet someone and through them you meet another person and through them you meet another person and you build this cobweb of friendships and relationships and and uh and the and it expanded very wide and it really started to pop with uh, Eddie Rodriguez. Eddie Rodriguez was my 13th episode and um, it was called Till the Veins Run Dry. And he is the owner and creator of TTVRD, Till the Veins Run Dry. And 
he's another person where you know he he owns a clothing he owns a clothing line and he sponsors a lot of athletes out here in Reno um, but his main motive behind TTVRD isn't to sponsor athletes it's to to support anyone who goes off of his his motto which is as long as there is still blood in my veins coursing through my body every day that I wake up I'm going to continue to strive to be the best person that I can be and if you are a type of person who doesn't want someone like an Eddie Rodriguez around you you're fucking crazy right good company is contagious good company is important and i think we realize that more than ever during covid and so uh he came and sat down and we thought it was the first time we ever met uh i think we got linked up through treasy um, but he actually ended up being a bouncer downtown and we'd seen each other and, and things like that but we sat down had an absolutely phenomenal episode um that was the first time that i went over two hours in an episode i mean me and him just hit it off he's a great guy and and through him, I met so many different people. A lot of the episodes post Eddie Rodriguez are because of of Eddie Rodriguez. Um, I uh, episode fourteen and sixteen, Maddie and me in Hotel Petaluma, of course, is out to my bitch, my main bitch, Matty, Matty, Matty. Me and her just. I mean, I don't even know when we record our episodes. We, I probably have like six or seven more episodes of Maddie. I could release these bitches every single week, um, but they're absolute gems. And some of the things that we do in the privacy of me and her in the studio probably can't be released to the general public before we get canceled. But um, again, just another shout out to Maddie. I mean, uh, Q, QLC is QLC is non-existent. QLC does not exist uh, w- without Maddie. So. Uh, the utmost respect and the utmost love to her. Um, and then I started to get some, some, some big people on here, um, who, who are popping, right? I had JJ, JJ Mariano, who is, who is not an upcoming boxer. He is a, he is a present prevalent pro boxer in the game. Um, I worked with him in FedEx. We used to work out a long time ago and I've been able to watch his growth since, um, you know, since 2015 and, uh, how far he's gone is, unbelievable and i was blessed that he went down to vegas um had a pro fight his first pro fight in COVID, i believe and um he knocked the fucking snot out of this dude um first round i think it was like a minute and 26 seconds or something like that i'm sorry if that's longer than it was jj um but uh you know, he, he was he was kind enough to, to come onto the show right after the fight, you know, the to push the publicity of that fight. Um, you know, he, he put that on my shoulders and, and I can't I can't tell you how much I appreciate that because he's one he's one of the bigger names that I've ever had had on here. And then directly after that, I had Autumn Norton, who is a pro Invicta fighter. She is one bad little bitch. And when I say bad little bitch, I mean, she is bad and she is also very little. Um, she came on, this is another person I met through Eddie Rodriguez and same mentality. She's a sponsored athlete for TTVRD and a badass fucking fighter. She's a bouncer over at Oak room. She's a Renaissance woman. She does it on. And you know, when, when she walked in, I was expecting, you know, um, some little, you know, fucking hard nose, rough around the edges, MMA fighter. And Autumn Norton is so unbelievably in touch spiritually and cognitively. And she is She's just an extremely wise human being about internalizing what she wants and and how to become a better person and and to to build herself to this pedestal that she believes that she she should be on, which she should be as she progresses and continues to fight and climb the ladder and soon will be in UFC um, fighting the big names and the big dogs. And she will be one of those. And, And sitting down and seeing that 
you know, it was it was my it was my first shock of don't judge a book by its cover um, here on the podcast and, and getting to know her was fantastic. And I've kept in touch with her and I will continue to follow her. And, and as I'm going, I, I start to realize that um, the the people, all the people that are on this show that have been on this show, I still talk with like on a weekly basis and I'm still following and still supporting. And and um, it's crazy. There's just this. Um, you know, I talk about it with my brother Teo or uh, and Grimm's, Grimm's exclusives all the time. Like, there's so much, there's so much at, at the table. There's a piece of pie for everybody, and you know, we're all watching these famous people and observing. But it's funny because there's not there's not as much people as there should be shamelessly hyping up, shamelessly supporting, shamelessly trying to network, shamelessly trying to connect people who can help others propel and be a catalyst to what their dreams and goals are. Um, and, and if you do that, you see how things can explode. And all the guests that I've talked about, we have continuously to this day, continued to do that, continue to help people grow, continue to help people push, um, continue to connect people, the best people that we possibly can. Um, and it's, a direct correlation of the growth of, of the show. Um, you know, I had uh, on my 20th episode was Jenna Rowan and, uh, she was another person that, that I met. Um, she was absolutely, when I saw her, she looked like a smoking hot Instagram girl. Again, judging a book by its cover. She came and sat down as the first time I ever met Jenna. Um, she came and she is a Renaissance woman. She is absolutely fantastic if you have not listened to that episode it is something to listen to she was a college uh, college level athlete um, she was the team captain at UNR for rugby she's uh, I believe a mechanical engineer and when it comes to that topic everything that she said to me went right over my fucking dumb ass's head um, but absolutely brilliant she is a model. She is a fantastic, fantastic artist and musician. Um, she literally just had her first live show since COVID hit. Um, it was on the 19th at the wine bar and she did a fantastic job. Um, and she, she, she's amazing. You know, she's actually going to, I'll talk about the up and coming things, but is still involved with QLC, um, in certain ways. And, and she's been, a, she's been a supporter of the show. So, so can't thank her enough right after that cam sandoval i don't know what it is about this little kid this is young little white boy that everybody fucking loves in this town uh, he's an mma fighter and everyone's just jocking on his dick and then i met him and it makes a whole lot of sense right makes a whole lot of sense um this guy is very young unbelievably driven unbelievably mature he's a fucking badass fighter he can joke around and talk shit with the best of them and so he came down and sat down with me and eddie rodriguez of course eddie rodriguez has been on the show so many fucking times it's it's retarded um but he's an absolutely phenomenal guy still to this day i support him still to this day i'm checking and he just hit me up the other day making sure that he can get some of my stickers and some of my merch i mean um the the support has been a uh, unbelievably uh, fantastic f f from that click the ttvrd crew is is uh, top notch big facts um so as i get past 20 episodes i started to be like man i could really start to uh, you know bring my personality in and um you know again i was trying to bring no consistency if you would or, or try to branch out as much as possible so i decided that i would download tinder and bumble and swipe and try to have first dates on the podcast. And uh, I did so. My 22nd episode was an episode, I think it's like my second most downloaded episode is Bumble Date with Lee. Now Lee, <laughs> Lee is, uh, 
Lee is something else, yo. She was confident enough to come come here. As the, again, the first time that we met, we sat down and she was okay with having our first date on the podcast. Um, Lee now has a boyfriend. She's still a good friend of mine. We keep in touch and a supporter of QLC. But sweet fucking Jesus, that girl um, can sit down and have a conversation. We talked about it all. We talked about society, politics, sex, drugs, dating, animals, music, uh tinder bumble social media you name it i mean we sat down for three hours is what i released but we sat down for much more than three hours sip some wine and had a good time so um unbelievably fantastic you know and uh once the once the lee episode hit it kind of skyrocketed a, a, a something and it started to be people that were much more accepting and, and people who wanted to come on the show instead of me just pushing to, to get people on the show. My 24th episode, um, I had one of my biggest names come on here, which is ZP Raddick. Um, never met ZP Raddick before. Um, he's a local artist, um, a big name artist out here in Reno, has opened up for an unbelievable amount of people. The the intro of the episode on 24 of ZP Raddick, um, he, he hits down his list of people that he's open for. E-40, Short, 2 Chains, uh, Snow the Product, I mean, uh, Gemini, uh, the, the list goes on and on, Nicotino, some of, some of my favorite artists and the people around me's favorite artists as well, so... It was uh, it was fantastic sitting down with him. I think that I think the coolest thing was I sat down with ZP Raddick to talk about the music industry and talk about his growth and, and what he's doing and what it's like. Um, but but to see the human aspect of uh, of ZP was was dope. I mean, he is a, you know, reptile loving Godzilla loving kind of a, a nerdy, normal human being. And he's extremely approachable and um and I can't, I can't thank him enough, you know, f- for coming on the show and, and, and taking a risk to be on QLC because we had a fantastic episode. Once again, you know, almost sat down for three hours and just chopped it up. Um, so, so shout out to, shout out to the ZP. Um, and then all these people supporting me, um, I wanted to try to, I wanted to try to support others, right? I wanted to, by this time, by this time with a, with ZP Radic, it's 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 February twenty first, um, you know, and I wanted to, you know, use the use the traction that I've gotten um, to help others out. So I linked up with Travis and and Vince from Sweatpants Saturdays, uh, which is another local podcast, and you know, I they came onto the show and they came onto show at a crazy time, right? Now, up until here, about February, towards the, towards the end of February, a lot has happened in, in the last month. Uh, t- tons and tons have happened in the last month. Um, I partnered with Tour D Space, um, Aiden and Nick, who are two fantastic, fantastic people, um, and they've done. They're starting to do all my visuals. I wanted to branch out and I wanted to grow this. Uh, I, I saw that there's potential to grow QLC. Um, so Sweatpants Saturdays came on the show and it was the first time that we filmed a podcast. Um, we brought him into the studio and we did a production. Every fucking thing that could have went wrong went wrong, right? Uh, you know, there's a couple things that there was hiccups on Nick and Aiden's side. My audio was screwed up. The video didn't work. This, that, and the other it was cramped. There was a ton of people here. Um, I mean, everything that could have went wrong went wrong and we were able to um, because of their support, especially uh, their patience with with uh, Vince and Travis, um, 
we were able to collect an episode and, and, and snag everything that we possibly could. And we came out with a fantastic episode and I can't appreciate them. Uh, I can't, I can't even express how much I appreciate them. Cause it was, it was lit. I mean, it was terrible. It was a fucking train wreck. And these guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but was a blast, uh, you know, and then I had my, I had my second Bumble date episode 26 with Cypress, who's absolutely fantastic. And the last episode on March 16th that I released, um, was with Smoke Screezy, who, who I'd been trying to link up with for a long time as a fantastic local artist around here who I met through Treasy and, and Eddie Rodriguez and, and, you know, ZP, every, every, there's all these people that know them, you know, and so all these episodes turned into fantastic episodes. You know, I mean, Smoke Screezy is, he's a bad motherfucker. He just had his birthday. You know, he's got, he, he went on a marathon and, and sitting down and talking with somebody who released 52 songs in 52 weeks and went on a straight musical marathon was, was a blast. Um, so in doing all that, all the guests was, was absolutely phenomenal. And all these people supported me through the ups and downs, right? This was not a smooth sale. You know, uh, obviously you see on Instagram and you, when you follow things, they show all the good, right? They don't show all any of the bad. And, um, we kind of hide that when it comes to our, our, our superficial side of, of social media and what we're trying to do and what we're passionate about. And, but it wasn't always, it wasn't always smooth. You know, uh, Autumn Norton, I released on November 27th and that was the last episode I released since January uh, 17th. Um, reason being was, uh, you know, during the holidays, uh, work got pretty crazy. And, you know, the, I think the isolation kind of got to me. And that's when, uh, you know, to be honest, during that time, my mental health took an absolute plummet. Um, you know, people who know me, people who know me for a very long time, you know, I'm a pretty positive human being. And, and to be honest with you, to be to be arrogant about it, I would I would have considered myself for the for 28 years of my life to be um, one of the most mentally sound people that I've ever met. And I would rival anyone who, who tries to compete with me. Didn't matter what adversity I was faced with. It didn't matter what it was. You know, I had my, my sister, my dad and my mom. Um, they all three of them raised me to be extremely tough mentally. And any obstacle that I hit, I'd shake it off, right? If it, if it wasn't, if it wasn't a, if it wasn't an obstacle that was going to stop me, right, from getting to my end goal or wasn't going to have a huge impact, it just didn't impact, impact me mentally. I was always sound, always positive. The negatives would happen all the time. Of course, the adversities would come, the trials and tribulations. And they were what they were. That's life. And that was a mentality that I had for a long time. And to be honest with you, I had a lack of respect for mental health, um, which was very, very wrong of me. And in, in the month of December, especially, uh, my mental health took, took a massive decline. And for the first time in my life, there were times where you know, I was missing, I was missing, uh, release dates. You know, I was canceling podcasts. I was not getting out of my bed for multiple days at a time. You know, I'm a father and there was time whenever I was with my son, I would be a fantastic dad. But the second that he left, I would climb back into my cave. You know, there were times when friends and family who I knew would support me and help me pull, pull myself out of this black hole were calling me and texting me and reaching out to me. And I would ignore them entirely because I was so scared that if they did pull me out of that hole, that that I would disappoint them because I wasn't ready to come out, right? I wasn't ready to to, to get back to being sound, and um, and it's still something to this day, March twenty second, that that um that I'm fighting with, you know. And I have a massive uh, you know, appreciation now for, and respect for for how real mental health is now, you know. And and I'm, unfortunately, it took me this long to to get here, and 
you know, I apologize for anyone in my past that I've disrespected or, or downplayed when it comes to mental health. Um, and I, and I do apologize, but you know, I, I have been enlightened, uh, for sure. And it, and it is a dogfight. The mind is, is stronger than, than any motive that you could possibly bring to the table. So, um, but with the support of a lot of people that I've had around me, I've been able to kind of climb out of this hole. Um, you know, and, and in the last month, especially, uh, the last month, some massive things have happened for QLC. That's a big reason why I wanted to sit down and, and record this episode because there's a lot of things coming up and a lot of things that I wanted you guys to know um, th- that are happening. You know, about a month ago, um, about a month and a half ago, I linked up with an engine called CTC, you know, Chaos Theory Creatives. And, and there's, a, there's a group of gentlemen out here in Reno and women out here in Reno that... Uh, are extremely talented and and they were on the motive that I was just talking about a group of people who are shamelessly trying to bring up others right a group that will promote will support give advice invest sponsor um just to see our group grow and I sat down with a gentleman named Brandon and um he's a brilliant mind and and definitely the driving force of of CTC and the second that I listened to him, I actually invited him onto the episode and, and got so much, so much more. We haven't even recorded an episode because, um, you know, what he's CTC and what he's doing is so much more important. We will, though. Um, but but I had to jump in and he was nice enough to invite me. So I've had these people around me who, who have so many skills, whether they be producers or rappers or photographers or videographers or models or whatever the case may be. There's so many such a wide range of talents within this group um, that all kind of relate, um, you know, so so being around them has propelled this thing. And then I partnered with tour D space. Cause I wanted to go into visuals. Um, you know, I wanted to have a YouTube channel. I, once I got CTC behind me, I, I truly do believe that, you know, I really can push this thing to the next level. And especially because of the support that I've been getting from, from, I don't want to say fans, but my listeners and, and my people, right. My, my poppy posse, um, you know, it could possibly happen. So, and then I have teeny behind me, right. I have teeny on my team and teeny can make fucking anything happen. So this last month, um, QLC, we decided to drop our first line of merchandise. Um, this Friday coming up, like I said, it's March 22nd. This Friday, we have a shoot with models that are all from the show um, to show off the, the new merch. And it's going to be a, a simultaneous drop of the merch with, drum roll please, um, the QLC YouTube channel, which I'm extremely excited about. So QLC on April 15th will be taken to YouTube. It'll have its own TikTok channel. It'll be on Reels on Instagram and Facebook. Um, what, and it'll also be on all of the audios that it's still on, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you name it, it's on there. Um, so the moves that are going to be made are, are huge. Now this merchandise will be an exclusive drop. You'll only be able to pre-order for two weeks. Um, I wanted to make this drop special because it is a it is a big growth period of QLC. And I hope and I pray and I dream that years in the future, QLC is still pushing. QLC is still going and it's growing and it's growing and it's growing and impacting others, supporting and help supporting and helping others. So this uh, this line of merch will only be dropped once. Pre-order for two weeks and then it'll never be made again. And with the hopes that you know it'll be unique. The people that have been with me from the beginning are the only going to be the only ones with access to this. Um, and I wanted to do that just to show how much I appreciate all the people who have run with me since episode one. 
Um, so that merch is going to drop April 15th. The YouTube channel will drop. The TikTok channel will start. The Reels and Facebook, you know, you guys should already see QLC. The QLC Instagram page is now independent and I've separated with my own uh, uh, personal page. So, so big things happening. On top of that with the visuals, hopefully by April 15th, due to the help of Tour D Space, who is an absolutely phenomenal company who's doing all my visuals, um, I will be moving out of my spare bedroom and into my own QLC studio, which will be fucking crazy. So, uh, you know, I've just uh, I got a massive amount of ecstasy in my life right now because it's it's this stimuli is unbelievable. And yes, I, I'm not talking about fucking rave ecstasy. I'm talking about the fact that, you know, my mind and body and spirit are on cloud nine, even with all the adversities that I'm fighting due to the help of of everybody. So, you know, when it comes to smokes greasy when it comes to cypress vince um travis sweatpants saturday zp raddick my homegirl maddie of course lee cam dog cam sandoval jenna um of course my loving and supportive sister kerjan who did COVID shutdown number two episode 18 autumn norton uh jj you've been the best uh eddie rodriguez dave lexi Teeny, of course, Tattoo Pat, Treasy, Josh Brocklesby, Justin Cutler, Miles, all of you. Um, none of this could have been done without you guys. And and um, I wanted to make the announcement of the growth that's coming with QLC. Um, I wanted to show my appreciation to all the people who have supported me, to all the guests. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that your views, your your compliments, um, your appreciation and your support is being heard. And, and, uh, you know, and it means, it means the world to me. So me as, uh, you know, podcast poppy is, is, is nothing without you guys. QLC is nothing without you guys. So thank you guys so much. I'm excited for things to come. Please keep an eye out cause big things popping, little shit dropping. Um, you know, you, you guys, uh, hopefully you guys will be surprised, excited and pleased with what comes ahead. Thank you guys for listening. Podcast poppy out. Thank you everybody.